Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn with me to Acts 2, I'm going to put a couple verses here together and we'll end with Terry Brown and it'll be a perfect ending. If you will go to Acts 2, I'm going to begin in verse 22. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, the man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. That means deliberate plan of God. Deliberate plan of God. The deliberate plan of God and the foreknowledge of God have you taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. It was God's deliberate plan that Jesus go to the cross. It was God's deliberate plan that Jesus be buried. And it was God's deliberate plan that he be raised again. But there's something in this plan that is very marvelous. If you will turn with me to Exodus 25. I'm going to read to you from verse 20. Let's go from verse 20. This is the father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob speaking to Moses about the tabernacle. And he said, in the cherubim, so stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat. He's talking about the, the, the covenant, the uh, ark. He said, in the cherubim, so stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubims be. And look what it says in verse 21. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark. And in the ark thou shalt give the testimony that I shall give thee. In verse 22, it says, And there, and there, on that mercy seat, I will meet with thee. And I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony of all the things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. He said, I'll meet you there. I will be above the mercy seat. I'll be between the two cherubims and I'll meet with you. Now, this deliberate plan that God had with Jesus, I want you to turn to 2 Corinthians 5 and I want to show you where God was. Where God was when Jesus was going to the cross. All right, 2 Corinthians 5, 19. Let's begin in verse 18. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's what I'm doing right now. Now look at verse 19. To wit, that God, that God was in Christ. He was in Jesus. Do you see that? That God was in Jesus, reconciling the world to himself. He was in Jesus, reconciling the world to himself. He said, not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Amen. Let's go to John 14. I'm going to read verse 10. This is Jesus speaking to Philip. And he says it again right here that God was in him. I want you to think about that, to consider that. This afternoon when you're eating, you're watching your football game or drinking whatever you drink, I want you to consider this. 
what Jesus said. Philip, he said, believest thou not that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? He said, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Who's in Jesus? The Father's in Jesus. To wit, God was in Jesus to reconcile us to himself. What was God doing inside Jesus? He was getting you back. He was after you. Did you know that? He was after you. He was in Jesus, reconciling you back to him. And, and Jesus himself says, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. The Father's in me. When Jesus was walking, the Father was in him. Now that's totally different than the Father being on the earth, and, and there's not two. Jesus and the Father's in him. The Father isn't him. He's in him. Do you see that? The Father is in Jesus. And look where he goes with Jesus. I love this. Go with me to Isaiah 50. We're going to find out where the Father was. Where the Father was. And why was he there? He was there for you. He was reconciling you back to him. And it was his deliberate plan. And he made sure that it happened. How did he make sure he loved you enough? He was in Jesus. He wasn't just above watching Jesus. He was in Jesus. He was going to make sure this plan worked. He was going to make sure he could get you reconciled back to him. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. This is Jesus speaking. That I might know how to speak a word to him in season that is weary. I'm, he's speaking that to you right now. He said, he wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth my ear to hear as the, learn, as the learned. Verse 5, the Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I, neither did I turn away backwards. He said, I gave my back to the smiters. Jesus gave his back to those that scourged him. And my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. And look at this next verse. For the Lord God, for the Lord God will help me. He's going to be right there with me. The Lord God will help me, therefore I shall not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justifieth me. Do you see who was with Jesus when Jesus was scourged? Do you see who was right there witnessing the scourging? Do you understand that the Lord God of heaven and earth was right there watching Jesus scourged? And you know why? Because he knew Jesus was being scourged for you. Your healing was bought when Jesus was scourged. Your healing and the Father was right there with him. He was right there with him. He was with Jesus when he walked to be crucified. He was with Jesus when he was in front of Pilate. And he was with Jesus when they nailed him to the tree. But then there came a time. There came a time the father had to leave him. Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The father had to forsake him. He had to forsake Jesus because he laid on Jesus your and my sin. Our iniquity was laid on him. And when it was, the father couldn't look on iniquity and he had to forsake Jesus. He had to. 
He had to. The, now I'm going to want you to turn with me to Psalm 88. I'll show you. The Father left Jesus only for a little while. Psalm 88, this is Jesus in hell, verse 14. He says, Lord, why castest off my soul? Why hidest thy face from me? For just a little while, the Father left Jesus because he wanted you reconciled back to him. He forsook Jesus so he wouldn't have to forsake you. Do you hear that? God is not your enemy. He forsook Jesus for a little while so he wouldn't have to forsake you. But if you will turn with me to Psalm 18, I will finish there. Psalm 18, I'm going to begin in verse 4. This is Jesus in hell. And he said, the sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. And the sorrows of hell compassed me about, and the snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. The Father heard Jesus. He heard him. He promised he would. And he came and he got Jesus and he forgave your sin that was in the body of Jesus. And he forgave your sickness because Jesus was scourged. He bought your poverty. He went down. He heard his son Jesus and he said, here am I. And he raised him from the dead and you were forgiven and you were justified and you were healed and you were made rich if you will only believe. And while Terry Brown is singing this wonderful song, put your faith with hers and ours and get rid of some of the things you need to get rid of. And if you don't know Jesus, while she is singing, while she's ministering, call on the name of the Lord. Call on Jesus and you will be saved. Life is easy when you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. But then things change and you're down in the valley. Don't lose faith for you're Down in the valley of trials and temptation, that's when your faith is really put to the test. For the God on the
as you talk of faith When you're up on your mountain And your talk comes so easy When life's at its best But it's down in your valley Of trials and temptation That's when your faith is really put to the test for the God on the mountain he's still God in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right and the God of the good times he's still God in the bad times the God of the day is still God in the night. For the God on the mountain, He's still God in the valley. When things go wrong, He'll make them right. And the God of your good times, He's still God in your Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.